Welcome to your headquarters for knowledge and helpful advice on a variety of topics, all from trusted experts in their fields. It's time for River City Podcast. Today, we're talking to the director and co-founder of a nonprofit based out of Richmond, Virginia called Beyond Boundaries. Shep Roper has a degree in outdoor recreation and therapeutic recreation and thoroughly enjoys most everything that is an outdoor adventure. Shep Roper, welcome to River City Podcast. Shep, I'm so glad you're here. And the first thing I really want to kind of jump into is, um, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about the overall mission of Beyond Boundaries? Yeah, totally. Uh, Well, thank you for having us. And um, Beyond Boundaries, we're a nonprofit in Richmond, um, and we provide outdoor adventure and environmental education opportunities to individuals with disabilities, at-risk youth, substance recovery programs, and veterans. And half of what we do and why we do it is about the opportunity and getting people, you know, the chance to have these experiences who otherwise wouldn't, while the other half, which is just as important, really is getting the community involved with volunteers and community partners to provide a space to really see see people for their abilities rather than disabilities and really provide that inclusive atmosphere. Love it. And you are a co-founder of Beyond Boundaries. I'm curious what led to this idea in the first place. Yeah. So um, one of my good buddies, Kyle Burnett, and I both went to Radford, did outdoor rec, therapeutic rec years and years ago. We moved out to California afterwards and worked for a nonprofit um, that really kind of pioneered outdoor adaptive adventures um, in the country in the sixties. And we loved what they did and how they did it and the community vibe they had. So when we moved back, we were done working there. We moved back to Virginia. We wanted to volunteer with something like that. And after some research finding there really wasn't anything to get involved with, we just decided to start it. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And that was how long ago? That was in 2014. We had some notes scribbled on the back of a bar napkin and, uh, we're just sharing a beer, talking about what it looks like and what can we do. And, um, and then we filed for our nonprofit status in 2014, received it in 2015, and ran a few trips that year. I feel like some of the best ideas in the world take place at the beginning of a beer napkin. Yeah, I w- I'd agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you describe you know, the impact that Beyond Boundaries really makes on the lives that you touch? The impact is different um, with everyone. I think a lot of people have a lot of personal impact where it's um, boosting confidence or working on social skills and communication skills and stuff like that. Um, Whereas some people, it's their family impacted of being able to see what their kids or spouses are able to do that they've never done before. And then in the eyes of the community of, um, you know, really seeing what people's potential is and getting out of your comfort zone and challenging yourself and being able to make these really cool memories and, and share stories and stuff, it's its pretty awesome. Well, and I've personally had a few experiences with you guys and events, um, one of which was working with people that were dealing with uh, addiction. And I think the overall, what I, what I got from that was that these are these are young people who really haven't experienced fun things that didn't involve alcohol or drugs. And, you know, we went on a fishing trip and they really got the experience of doing something outdoors with people with a lot of laughs and a lot of fun that that didn't involve whatever they were addicted to. And that alone is life changing. And then we did another one that was rock climbing. And I just remember there was a little girl who who didn't even want to come into the space of where the event was. You know, she'd had a lot of 
a, a lot of issues. And when she finally did come in 30 minutes after we started and hit that climbing wall, her entire world changed. And she was at the top of the wall beyond anybody else who had already been there for 30 minutes, um, having the time of her life. And I think that could have really changed the rest of her life, just that one moment. Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, one thing that we've really learned is that you never know what someone's bringing to the table. You don't know what trauma has happened in their life. You don't know what challenges um, they've experienced. You don't know how supportive their family li- family life is or community life um, or how not supportive it is. So you really have to, we, you know, we run the same programs, but they're so specific to the individuals and the groups we work with that day because you really have to form it to their goals, their needs, their challenges, their excitement, stuff like that. So you know, these, you're talking about substance recovery. One of the biggest feedbacks that we really get is specifically with like whitewater rafting and with rock climbing is that this is an an adrenaline driven experience and activity that has a lot of need for support and trust and communication. And it's all in a sober environment, which is really cool to see that there are communities out there and experiences out there that you can get involved with sober, which has really been cool to see. Yeah. Well, we've had definitely some um, close tie addiction issues, you know, loosely in our family. And I think adrenaline is the biggest thing. And being able to replace that with something that's actually healthy and positive is a, is a good transition for people going through that. You do a lot with veterans, too. Can you talk a little bit about that? It's just such a powerful show of what community really is. Every time we work with veterans, a lot of the people don't know each other when they show up for the program, but they have that immediate bond of, I was in the Navy, I was in the Army, the Air Force, whatever it is, and it's almost like automatic. They're friends. They've got stuff to talk about, and they they share stories and, and compare stories and and almost have like an immediate bond with each other than anyone else does. So it's it really is a cool experience to see people who don't know each other bond so quickly and share these experiences. And with them, it's probably a combination of obviously some physical things that may have happened to them when they were serving, and then also some of the kind of meant psychological ramifications of what they went through. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a wide range of there could be, you know, a, a limb loss with amputation, and now somebody uses a prosthetic. It could be a spinal cord injury, and now they use a wheelchair. Um, it could be nothing physical and more of um, more PTS. Again, we go back to you never know what people are bringing to the table, and you really try to get the, to, to know the individual, know the participant, and find out what they're trying to get from that experience. And you, you guys have an annual event, and it's called RIMBY. We were there last year. It was awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about— Yeah, so RIMBY stands for Right in My Backyard, and we came up with the idea or the name um, to kind of go in against the whole NIMBY movement of Not in My Backyard. So really, we came up with Right in My Backyard— what are all the awesome, cool, unique things that Richmond has that makes us special that we want to show the rest of our community what's going on? So we started, um, it's at Libby Mill, and uh, we started with just asking a few of our partners and friends to set up tables, and we added some food and stuff. And it's really, it's grown into this family-friendly festival that um, we'll probably have about 30 vendors, probably a little bit more than 30 vendors with games and activities. We'll have local beers, we'll have food trucks, barbecue competition, prizes to bid on. 
and just a it just it's a great platform to see what's so special about Richmond. We love Richmond for so many reasons, but you'll see a lot of those reasons at Rimby. And also just to raise awareness of what we're doing and what our mission is and how people can get involved and help. What's the impact that you see made from Rimby? The impact is such a, a wide range of we we meet a lot of new potential participants. People come up like, oh, my daughter would love this or my husband would love this program and benefit. Uh, we meet a lot of new volunteers that get involved once they find out about us. The financial impact is huge. It's our biggest fundraiser of the year, so it makes a huge impact on subsidizing groups or just sponsoring groups who can't afford this. You know, the the two biggest challenges to the field of work we're in are either physical or financial. And when it comes to outdoor recreation, you have to make sure it's safe and it's not cheap. So, you know, it takes it takes money to put these programs and opportunities on. And RIMBY is a huge way of how we're able to provide those. Uh, well, Beyond Boundaries is an incredible organization. And and like all nonprofits, you guys need support from the community. So hopefully everybody will come out and support RIMBY, the festival, and we'll give more details on, on how to find that and when. What are some other ways that people can help support your organization? Well, I think um, word of mouth has been our biggest friend, um, just sharing what we do with people who might want to get involved in their community, in their family. So spreading the word, volunteering, we're always, that's a huge part. We're a really small, a few employees. So volunteers and community partners are a huge way of how we're able to help. Gear donations, you know, all the stuff. A lot of people have old fishing tackle that, you know, they don't use anymore. And we could always use more of that. Gear donations are always great. And then, you know, financial contributions, whether it's sponsorships for a specific person or activity, or just making sure that, you know, if somebody reaches out and can't afford the the challenge or the adventure that we're able to provide that. And they can learn more about Beyond Boundaries by going to beyondboundariesrva.org, yep. correct? And then Facebook, Instagram. Uh, or both Beyond Boundaries RVA. Beyond like, Boundaries RVA. Yeah, I like to say if you want to know what's coming up, go to our website and get on our um, our newsletter. And if you want to know what we've already done, then go to our social media. And there's a way that people can get set up to get uh, regular emails for events that you have that you're seeking volunteers for. Is that right? Yeah. If you go to the website, beyondboundariesrva.org, that home screen has a button that says donate, another button that says volunteer. If you click the volunteer button, you get signed up for a newsletter. And uh, we send out a couple a month of uh, upcoming opportunities. And the way our uh, business series was by having our team all go out to assist in volunteering. So for any businesses listening, that's a great way that you can help is to get your whole staff and go have a day with Beyond Boundaries where everybody's volunteering, getting to know the people that are out there. It's a really good thing for your team and it obviously helps them. Shep, thanks for being on River City Podcast today. Thanks for having me. Rimby Festival is October 1st from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Libby Mill. Again, this is a free outdoor festival highlighting all of the fun and unique things going on in our backyard RVA. Make sure to join for a day of fun, food, drinks, music, games, prizes, and a barbecue competition. And River City Podcast will be there if you want to come up and uh, win a prize from us as well. Look forward to seeing everybody October 1st at the Rimby Festival. Thanks for listening to River City Podcasts. If you're interested in setting up a podcast for your business, go to rivercityconsulting.com 